Hi, you're listening to Book Chat with author Vivian E. Moore. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Hello and welcome to Book Chat. I am your host, Arthur Viviani Moore. Hope everyone had a great week and I hope you are having a great weekend no matter where you are in this world. All right, so I don't want to hold you for too long, so we're going to get straight to today's show. The title of the show is Keep Passing Me By, and the topic is Engaging Publishers. No one likes being overlooked or not considered for any situation. Uh, Maybe it started with a kickball game or some other sport in your youth. You know, when you lined up for a gym class, uh, PE as they call it now, And, uh, you know, the opposing teams chose uh, who they wanted uh, on their team. So, you know, they would go for the best players first and then uh, the stragglers. And, uh, you know, sometimes there are ones who are um, even worse than stragglers and unwanted. So they don't get chosen. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, that it's not a great feeling and (laughs) would have you to believe that in some way you've underachieved. Passed over doesn't equal incapable though or untalented. All you need is the right formula. So what (laughs) if you're not the first choice, but you're still capable and I'm here to tell you how to accomplish that in the publishing world. Okay, so here we go. Short of waving your arms (laughs) and holding up signs to alert them of your worthiness, there are better ways to get attention and to engage publishers. In a world where algorithms reign supreme, we're not always in the ebb and flow of how they work, but we can be when we use the correct techniques. What are they, you might ask? Well, let's start with the publisher's role. A publisher's job extends to author promotion and their work. If we're honest, as authors, it's the main reason why we try the the traditional route first, uh, because independent publishing can be expensive. And, um, you know, for those independent uh, authors or artists out there, you know how it goes. You know, you have to go sometimes deep in the pocket for everything. So, um, and you have to, um, you know, even if you don't go traditional, you still have to stick to those same standards. So, so we know. So, um, you know, even if we don't want to give um, our creative control over to another entity, uh, sometimes to avoid those costs, we sacrifice, you know, that that right as as authors um, to let someone else um, be in charge. You know, even if you're used to doing everything yourself, um, sometimes it's hard to hand, you know, hand the, the reins over to someone else. But, uh, you know, you do what you have to do. But anyway, you know, there are specific author responsibilities uh, before the submission process even happens, uh, such as publisher research. You need to do your research, folks. Um, You know, 
it doesn't make sense to um, just go out there and willy-nilly choose um, you know a publisher just because they're accepting uh, submissions to submit your work to them you know for example if you if your work is fiction and then you don't pitch it to, and then you pitch it um, to nonfiction publishers okay so that's a no-no doesn't make sense anyway you know you're writing fiction and then you're pitching your work to nonfiction publishers that it just doesn't make any kind of sense why you would do that. But still, you know, if you don't do your research and if you don't do your research well, um, if you just see, you know, open to submissions and then you start submitting your work, um, you know, whoever you submit it to, even if your work is great, I mean, it could be the, the number one bestseller, um, they'll have to pass on it because, you know, the first impression that they're going to get is that you, um, you don't know what you're doing or, you know, you didn't read that well. You don't, you don't comprehend well, whatever the reason, um, you know, that will get you a no quick, fast and in a hurry. Okay. And you would be surprised at how many authors overlook this critical detail. All right. Publishers are savvy and want the same from the authors they represent. I mean, they can't ask for any less than that and we shouldn't expect any less than that. To make a long explanation short, Act like you know what you're doing, even if you don't, okay? Um, so if you get that step right, then you're already ahead of the game and know to submit your work to publishers who are a great fit for your work. Um, you want to see what type of uh, uh, books they've published, you know, if it's in your genre, um, you know, how, uh, it, it, even if you're familiar uh, with the publishers, you know, it, it, it may not be a random house or you know, some of the other top tiered uh, publishing houses, but still ones that, uh, that, that you've heard of before, uh, especially if you, if you, uh, if you read on a regular basis and you pay attention to the publishing company and they're usually at the beginning of the book on the inside cover and sometimes on the, on the back page, but mostly on the inside cover, uh, and the jacket cover, it tells you who the publisher is. Um, so um, you know, because you just don't want to, you, you just don't want to submit your work to, to any old publisher, you know, that will publish your work and, um, and you won't be satisfied with the work. Um, even if you don't have to pay them anything to do it, you know, you want to be satisfied. You want to know that you have put your work in the hands of someone who will treat it, you know, the way that you have. It's like your kids, you know, you just won't leave your kids with anyone. You know, you want to make sure that, that when you leave them, that they are in responsible hands, that they will be treated well, uh, you know, that they're going to be, that they will be taken care of without you having to worry, you know, would they treat them the way I treat them. So you want to be that way with your work. You just don't want, just because you want to be published so bad, you're willing to, um, you know, just, just place your hand, place your works in the hands of, of, of just anyone. I wouldn't do it. And I don't suggest you do it either. I suggest that, you know, that you do do your research and you find the, the best fit for your work because that's important because you want to be happy. The publishers want to be happy and the readers want to be happy as well. All right. You know, although authors bank on the idea that if they become part of the chosen few, the publisher will do all the heavy lifting, such as editing and formatting, partially true, but you still need to respect and meet all submission guidelines. Okay. That includes correct punctuation, grammar, readability, and pacing. You may not think about it, but if you 
if your story is not arcing in the right areas, that has a lot to do. It will mess the pacing up. I'm just going to be straight with you. It will mess up the pacing. And if you don't know what that is, maybe you should look it up uh, because that's important in any story. You know, you don't want to um, have things happen too fast, like the ending of the book, you know, a couple of chapters into the book. What's the point of reading past that if you've already told them what the ending is, is going to be? So you need that pacing. It's necessary for the flow of the story, for the overall flow of the story to make it make sense. Um, you know, you don't want to get it too long or leave it too long, but you want to have those arcs, you know, where they go. And if you need examples of that, you can just look it up. You know, there is nothing out there um, on Google that's impossible to find. You know, if you, whatever you need to, 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 um, research, go to Google and I guarantee they will have an answer for you. Everything is out there on Google. Um, and if you use other, some other search medium, you know, feel free, but Google is my weapon of choice. It's my weapon of choice. So I recommend that one. Okay. Um, so anyway, you know, while you are submitting this work, um, everything just, it has to flow perfectly. Um, you know, and, and in other words, your query letter should be flawless because that is your passport to publishing land, that query letter. It has to be perfect. Um, everything that they ask for in those submission guidelines uh, needs to be in that query letter. And, and generally, they want it in, all in one page. They want, um, you know, they, they want to know about you as the writer. Um, they want to know your qualifications. Uh, they want to know, um, you know, if you belong to any um, associations, if you have any um, awards, uh, what writing groups you're affiliated with, um, you know, just everything. And you have to get all of that information uh, on that one page. And, and it's hard. It's very hard to do. And if you're one of those people who tend to overwrite or, you know, just just you want to keep writing and, and telling and giving and all of those things, you know, you sort of have to sum it up. And that's what they want you to do. They want to see how well you sum up situations. OK. And once you're past the submission hurdle, <laughs> the race is still far from over. And you want to do more than just finish. You want to win. OK. How you do that is by thinking of the publisher as your audience. You want to engage them with how well you can tell a story in 250 words or less <laughs> using compelling storytelling works. Now, this is not the, the complete story. Okay, this is not the manuscript in totality. This is just that submission page that I'm talking about. Because we haven't even gotten to um, the actual submission of the whole manuscript yet. We're just still right there on that submission page. Okay. And not only that, but they want engaging, relatable characters as well. Publishers love characters that give visceral reactions and use descriptive and figurative language. They want to know how well you can tell a story, um, how well you use your words, um, if you overuse your words. Um, and and that's, that's a bad thing, okay? Just that, that's just a notation in the margins, but you should know that. Don't ever overuse words. Um, you know, use some words sparingly, um, but sort of, you know, sort of equal them out on the page or in your writing in general, um, you know, to make it flow better, to make it look better, to make it sound better, because all of those things should be included. And, you know, 
if you think of of, of um, manuscript submissions um, as a first date, well, this is a good guide to use, you know, because if the chemistry is off, there are no second chances of making a great impression, <laughs> not to mention no second dates either. So uh, you want to make the best first impression that you can uh, because you want to hear back from those publishers. You want you want to receive that letter. You want to you want to get that positive uh, answer back, uh, you know, because none of us likes the word no. Uh, we wish that we could erase it. Uh, from our vocabulary, but it's it's next to impossible. So we want to hear and get as many yeses as possible. So if we, you know, if if we meet all of the guidelines and we meet all of all of the um, expectations of the publisher, and and why not should they should they expect the most from from writers? You know, because you have to think about it. They are putting themselves on the line to make you look good. You know, to support you. So, and you are an investment to them. So they want to be able to get back what they put into you. And and that's just the bottom line, you know. So that's why a lot of authors, um, you know, they, they sort of get uh, passed by because um, they're, not, they're not good investments. You know, you may write well, your story uh, may have, you know, a, a lot of depth to it, but still... Um, they want to be able to make money from the from the authors, from the books that the that the authors write, um, and and not just small books. You know, they they are looking for those who will you know become bestsellers, hopefully. And not not every author that's represented becomes a bestseller, but still, you know, those uh, publishing publishers that have been in the game for so long, they know uh, um, they they know. Um, the criteria for bestsellers. They know. They can just look at the title. They can just read a few, you know, read a few chapters and know that, yeah, this is, this is worthy of becoming a bestseller. So, you know, always put your best, best foot forward, as my mother used to say, you know, do your best and you will be rewarded. Um, it may take a while, but still, you know, hang, hang in there because it can happen. Um, you know, in the end, the greatest takeaway for publishers is that they want marketable and sellable work and when they offer author contracts it's not a one and done deal but a relationship with growth potential so the goal is not to remain overlooked but spotlighted as a contender and a reminder to all those who passed you back in the day passed you by back in the day (laughs) it was their loss and someone else's gain. All right, folks, that's all we have for today. But before I let you go, I want to make sure I give you these URLs so you can stay in constant contact with Book Chat. Uh, of course, the first one, the first URL is to Spreaker. It is https colon forward slash forward slash www.spreaker.com forward slash user forward slash author Vivian Moore. You can follow me across all social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And Instagram is by invitation only. Also, if you want to check out my lovely website, that is at Vivian Moore, uh, authorvivianmore.com and authorehshepherd.com. Um, also, my blog site, which is updated weekly, uh, that is at blogspot, uh, I'm sorry, https colon forward slash forward slash vivianmore.blogspot.com. All right. And also, um, you can listen to, I'm sorry about that. Did I just smack my lips? I'm so sorry about that. That was so unprofessional. Forgive me, please. <laughs> uh, Spreaker, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, 
Cast Box, Deezer, Podcast, Attic Pot Chaser, YouTube, SoundCloud, Giles Saban, iTunes, Audible.com, Verbal Luminary, and uh, Amazon Music. Okay. I, I missed you guys last week, but uh, we um, had the going home ceremony for uh, the pastor, for our pastor um, at our church, and it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, the homegoing ceremony that, um, you know, that he had. His son eulogized him and he did such a beautiful job. And I'm sure his father uh, would be so proud of him to know that um, that he did a job well done. Uh, everything was just so, so beautiful. And, uh, you know, I just stuff with a good feeling, even though it was sad. You know, the ceremonies like that are just, they're very sad. But I left with, um, you know just in good spirits because I know that he's gone on to uh, a better place than, than where he was here. So, you know, so God be the glory. And speaking of the, speaking of that tomorrow is, um, the last Sunday of February and also the last Sunday of black history month. And we have celebrated every single week of black history. Um, you know, unfortunately we weren't able to do it uh, the way we used to do it in the past, you know, we, we celebrate in the Southern churches, we celebrate with food. <laughs> we, we use every excuse, uh, you know, to, to, to serve a dinner at church, you know, so we can fellowship and eat together. So, uh, but we weren't able to do that these past few years, you know, because of COVID and things like that. And, and, but it makes you appreciate, uh, those times and, and look forward to, you know, to doing them again. So, um, you know, we do have that to look forward to. And so I'm excited about that. Um, also, I hope that you're excited about attending some worship service uh, tomorrow. Um, you know, whether you're still uh, listening to it over the Internet or, you know, however you are listening to the um, the weekly uh, morning services. I hope that you are partaking because that is so, so, so important, especially with everything that's going on in the world. And I don't have to mention that, you know, um, already, you know, if you watch the news, you know, what's going on and, uh, you know, and invite your, your neighbors and your friends and your family members to also listen to those sermons because, you know, they need their spirits uplifted as well. And also children, uh, because this is troubling times for everyone. And, uh, you know, that includes children. You may think they're not paying attention, but trust me, they really, truly are. And uh, also tell those um, who you care about the most how much you care about them, um, you know, especially in times like these. So on that note, I love you. I hope you love me back. Until the next time you hear my voice, God bless you and goodbye. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you.